right, everybody. Good morning. Is that time again? Uh, it's great to uh, to to be together, even though we're not physically, but together, together around the in a, in the presence of God. And uh, when we're in the presence of God, we we always believe that God's going to speak to us, and the only way God's going to speak to us is through His Word. So let's get get into it. Get into the Word of God. And uh, I would like to uh, start with a prayer, all right? Father, in the name of Jesus, we uh, thank you that we have the name of Jesus. We have each other as, as believers in fellowship, and we have your word, Lord. And now we ask you that you will pour out your spirit and touch everything that we are so that we may be able to, may be able to comprehend the truth that is contained in your word, the truth that will set us free, that will transform us, that will sanctify us. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's go straight to the scripture. I'm going to read from 1 John chapter 5, start from verse 1. 1 John chapter 5 from verse 1. It says here, Everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. And everyone who loves the Father loves whoever has been born of him. I would like you to underline, if you're taking notes or whatever, how you do it with your iPod and all those things, the idea of born of God and has been born of him. So anything about being born of God, you can underline that or highlight it. Verse 2, by this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and obey his commandments. Verse 3, for this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. Verse 4, for everyone who has been born of God, there you go again, overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world our faith. Who is it that overcomes the world except the one who believes that Jesus is the Son of God? Remember in verse 1 it says, everyone who believes that Jesus is the Christ has been born of God. So the equation is there. Believe in Jesus and being born of God. These last few weeks we've been talking, you know, in the, the whole series about being called, understanding what it means to be called by God and the need for us to persevere in that journey of the call of God or being called by God. And uh, you've heard Daya and I preach and uh, we, we, you know, Daya talk about in that journey, we can't be led by our grief, but we need to be led by the truth of the Word of God. Let it dictates everything that we do. And... Uh, so I was talking about, you know, what it means to last the journey. And, and, uh, and in, that, in that series, died last Sunday, I did an amazing presentation of the, the journey of Joseph. It was just powerful. So today, I, I want to I first say this. That as believers, as disciples of Jesus, God's intention is not for ask his people to just survive and barely make it to the end. All right? He wants us to be victorious. 
He wants us to rule and to reign. From the scripture that I just read, the, 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 whole, the whole thing shows that God wants us to, to rule and to reign. Not just kind of barely scratch it, like, yeah, finally I make it to the end. No, that's not what God wants us to be. He wants us to be victorious. Okay? Uh, if you read the whole Bible, the Bible narratives, from the beginning, from the book of Genesis, we, we have been created to be, to be overcomers. It's by design, right from the beginning, all right? Genesis chapter 20, 26, if I, uh, chapter 1, verse 26, if I read, it says here, God said, let us, make, let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness. Why? And it says, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea, the birds in the air, in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all creatures that move along the ground. Can you see the three dimensions here? The sky, the water, and the land. That's what God wants us. That is the original design by God. We are rulers by design. We are overcomers by design. Okay? So that's Genesis. And the ultimate end, when you read the book of Revelation, the promise God gave to uh, the churches in, in the book of Re Revelation is, one of them is, is this, in uh, Revelation chapter 3, verse 21, where God says, To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne. There you go again. Beginning with rulership, ending with rulership. But in, the, in between those two promises of rulership is victories that, that, that are required. Okay? Okay. So to the one who is victorious, I will give the right to sit with me on my throne just as I was victorious and sat down with my father on his throne. That's the promise of Jesus. Let's, let's do a, a closer reading of this, this, uh, the, those verses that we just read. Okay? 1 John chapter 5, verse 1 to 5. In, uh, in, uh, in that passage, three times, okay? Three times. In three successive sentences, the word overcome, the, the, the theme overcome is mentioned. It was as if God, you know, Jesus wants to hammer the truth home to us. And this idea of believers need to get this, just get it right. He wants us to overcome the world. Three times it was mentioned. Okay, it, be it begins with point one, all right, in, in verse, verse uh, four, the, uh, the first part of verse four. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. Everyone born of God overcomes the world. Who are those people who are born of God? Well, John described it in verse one. Everyone, everyone who believes that Jesus Christ has been born of God. Okay? 
And uh, as a matter of fact, within John's writing, not just in in the epistles of John, but in the gospel of John, uh, he, he, he wrote, John, John, John wrote in uh, John, uh, John, the gospel of John chapter 1, verse 12, he said, He who received him, who believed in his name, is given the right or authority. The same, it's the same word in Greek word. Those who believe in his name, they are given the right or authority to become children of God. John 1 verse 12. And then in verse 13 he said, Those who were born not of blood, nor of the flesh, nor of the will of man, of man but of God. So even in, in that prologue of the Gospel of John, John already pushed the idea that those who believe in, in Jesus, who receive Jesus, they are not born of this world. They are born of God. All right? So, back in, in this, uh, in the, uh, in the epistle of John, John chapter, uh, 1 John chapter 5, and that's when John said, this is the victory that has overcome the world. Okay? I want you to notice that. He said, this is the victory that has overcome the world. Now, that is expressed in the uh, perfect tense. In other words, something that happens, when I studied uh, the Greek, uh, the Greek uh, New Testament, when something is expressed in the perfect tense, it means that what has happened with present consequences, okay? Something that happened in the past with present consequences. So here's the thing. This is the victory that has overcome the world. That's, and the, that is historical and the present consequence is that who is it that overcomes the world? Only he who believes in Jesus, the Son of God. In other words, because historically we believed in the name of Jesus, we believe in, in the Son of God, that was what has happened. The result is you and I now actually the, 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 the result of that is that we become, we become overcomers. That's how it's supposed to be. Okay? So the intention, once again, the intention of God for us, his people, is not just to survive and, like I said, barely make it to the end, but he wants us to be victorious, to rule and to reign. So... <laughs> First John chapter five verse five shows that not only the original plan in the past and the ultimate promise for God to become overcomers, but the living now, now for us to live as overcomers. Yeah, and uh, Paul expressed this. Express, uh, expresses really well in, in, uh, in uh, Romans chapter 5. We'll, we'll touch it. We'll talk about it a little bit more. 
But here's the thing, what I'm, what I'm trying to, to draw here. Our journey of faith is parallel to the experience of Israel when they left Egypt to, uh, to go to the promised land. The promised land described by the, even the New Testament writers is like, almost like the play, place of rest for, for Israel when they become a sovereign nation in the, what God has promised them. And uh, in the beginning of 2020, we started with, uh, with a study of the book of Joshua. We, but we were interrupted by COVID-19, so we, we haven't uh, finished that. We will, we will at some point. But the point is this, right? When Israel left Egypt, it was like us were bound by sin. We were in, the, in, in slavery, in our sin. So that, that's, that's, the, uh, that's Israel being in slavery in, in Egypt. It's a parallel to us living in slavery and being enslaved by sin. So God set them free and take them to the promised land to their rest, the way the, 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 the writer of the book of Hebrews uh, explained it. You know, that is a place of rest. The same too, God will, God actually, when he saved us, he took us from being bound to sin, being slaves to sin, to the ultimate promise when, you know, in the new Jerusalem, where we will be totally be free from sin, where we will rule, like, like I read the scripture before, rule and reign with Christ Jesus. Now, the journey before Israel entered Jerusalem is the whole thing of the wilderness, all right? Now, here's the point. It took God one night to save them from sin, okay? Took God one night to get Israel out of Egypt. But it took God over 40 years to get Egypt out of Israel because they were, they were slaves for over 400 years. So 40 years in the wilderness the mindset, the all the 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 formation, their formation as slaves for that 400 years, it took God 40 years to get it out of them. So my thing is this: in the book of Joshua, when before Joshua, Israel was under the leadership of Moses. Now, when they left Egypt, they were just uh, liberated slaves coming out of Egypt. But to enter the promised land, they need to transition from just liberated slaves to become conquering army, which is what happened under the leadership of Joshua. Why? Because to, to come to the promised land, they have to be victorious. They have to be a strong army. So from their transition from the, uh, the uh, uh, liberated slaves to become conquering mighty army to possess their inheritance. And I believe that's what God wants us to do. Like he said, those who are born of God are overcomers. So God wants us not just to be, okay, saved by grace, which is amazing. Just saved by grace, um, but not barely make it to the promised land or barely make it in life. No, God, God wants us to be rulers and reigning conquerors in this life now. And uh, I like the way, like I said, I mentioned before, the way uh, Paul 
describes it in uh, in Romans chapter 5 verse 17. It says, For if by the trespass of one man, he's talking about Adam, death reigned through that one man. Okay? How much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in this life through one man, Jesus Christ. I'll, I'll repeat again. Paul said the idea of us ruling and reigning here, he presents a promise if through one man we receive an abundance of grace, or I'll read it again. For if by the trespass of one man, death reign through that one man, how much more will those who receive God's abundant provision of grace and of the gift of righteousness reign in this life, not in the life to come, not the uh, whatever future by and by, like some of the songs would sing, but in this life, through one man, Jesus Christ. So you and I have been called by God, not just saved by grace, it's amazing grace, but the purpose of us, us being saved by grace is not just we sort of, okay, I'm going to endure and all those things, but the, the endurance that we, are, we, we have now, that we're doing now, we do it by faith victoriously. Yes. Victoriously, victoriously, because God wants us to be conquerors. For us to be able to rule and reign, first we have to conquer something. We have, and to conquer something, guess what? We have to fight. You can't just conquer with no fight. But here's the thing, it's a good fight. Good fight of faith. Why? Because it is a fight that has been won by Jesus Christ. He just wants to train us to be, so that we become conquerors in this life and participate in the victory that he has accomplished. So guess what, guys? Yes, we will, we will continue for as long as we live our lives. The only thing we don't have any more fight, fight is when we die. But while we live, Guess what? The promise is there for us to win the, every fight we have. Now, sometimes, yes, we, we experience setback in here and there, but the promise that, that God gives us here is like uh, in, in that, in that uh, last verse. This is the victory that overcomes the world. Which one is it? Our faith. Okay? So... As we walk through life, regardless of what you and I go through, it is our faith that will guarantee that victory that we will overcome, that we will, we will, will become conquerors. Now, I want to elaborate more on that thing, the reality of how like in Romans chapter 5, verse 17, through one man, Jesus Christ, we will rule and reign in this life. I want to 
you know, next time I speak, I want to see, see, see that in the whole context of the book of Romans, the reality of our victory, how we accomplish that. It's, it's powerful. But I think for, for now, we just need to settle with that in that we are going to believe God. It's a decision. We, got, we're, we are going to be victorious because we believe. It's a simple faith. We believe that God can pull us through. That's it. We're not going to be like the children of Israel walking you know, through that, that, that uh, journey in, in the wilderness and uh, with, with, the, you know, with the hope, oh, you know, we will see the promised land maybe. And, some, and as a matter of fact, the story shows that they failed. God had to raise a new generation. The reason they failed because you know, they saw the, you know, the, the promised land, they, they spied out the land. Yeah, yeah, it was great. You know, we see it, it, it's a beautiful land. Look at the, the, the fruit of the land. It was fantastic. But no, we can't, we can't fight because the price is too high because there, were, there are giants there. There are, you know, all those things that, you know, the, the enemy is too strong. We, we can't fight. And the Bible says, God actually had to let them go. The whole generation had to die in the wilderness. God had to raise another generation. And I think we, uh, the, the Bible uh, actually uh, warns us against that, that same mistake. And that's why, you know, like the Bible says, the book of Hebrews says, it is impossible to please God without faith. Because it is the faith that guarantees our victory. And we will, we will talk more about, about that, how that victory is guaranteed. And, uh, and in, in Hebrews it says, Without faith it is impossible to please God, for he who comes to God must believe. It says must believe, it didn't say must understand. Often we, we wish we could understand more, we could, we could know what's going on. Sometimes... Sometimes it happens, sometimes we don't. But guess what? The Bible says, just believe. So, uh, you know, right now, in this, uh, at this point, I want to encourage us that, that punchline that, that John, John uh, wrote in, in uh, 1 John 5. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. So I don't know where you're at right now in 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 this uh, in this uh, at this time, with everything that's going on, everything's going haywire in in the world. But I want to pray. I want to pray for you, for for all of us, all of you guys. That 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 God, the Holy Spirit, by His truth, will impart faith in us. And remember, the only the only thing. For faith to come is we have to get into the Word of God. Just keep reading the Word of God. Keep reading. Okay? Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, I want to pray for your people. I pray that the Word of God that we just read will produce faith because it is the only thing that will please you. And it is the only thing that will overcome the world. Whatever situation we are caught in, in this world, our faith that overcomes that. 
And that faith comes from your word. Father, even, even, and, and, your, your, and your promise is not a big faith, it's just a little faith, as little as a mustard seed will overcome the world. As a matter of fact, you promised Jesus that even if our faith is as little as a mustard seed, we can speak to the mountain to be removed, and it will be removed. Father, there are many mountains in many, many of our, our lives. But we just need a little faith. And Lord, we believe you. It is that simple. We believe you, Lord. And people watching here, I don't know where they're at, but I pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal the truth that will produce faith in their hearts. Lord, this we pray in the name of Jesus and bless your people, Father. And they will be victorious even now, even this week. They will see victory in their lives. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you.